There's the Human League to get us going. Keep feeling fascination here at Classic Hits. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Eight minutes past six o'clock on this Tuesday, 3rd of November. Uh, what's that? Oh, no, that's the 5th of November. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's Guy Fox. The I old remember, remember. Remember, remember. Although it'll probably be remember, remember the 3rd of November with the Yankee Doodlers going <laughs> off to the polls today. Yeah. Mind you, we're not going to hear about it for ages, are we? It's going to be, it's going to take forever now because will it? there'll be all of that. Apparently all because of these uh, postal votes. It's going to be all. It's going to be delayed much longer than the usual sort of. You know, it's not going to be instantaneous. Oh really? So, oh, yeah, yeah, but so it, the people who in the know do say. But is it like oh, it won't be instantaneous? Uh, but you'll know. Remember, you know, it's always. Been oh yeah, that way. Th- there's a few indicators. I think Florida and Pennsylvania are big indicators, aren't they? They'll tell you probably early doors, maybe. Yeah, the swing states. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, anyway, your man's already <laughs> said he's going to. Um, yeah. Legally objective. He's going to make an absolute so, cat's pajamas yeah. out of it anyway. He'll be four years of debating whether he did it or not. <laughs> I'm so sick of it. Yeah, uh, exactly. Be, yeah. Exactly. Listen, welcome along, folks. It's good to have you with us. Oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight on WhatsApp. Although I have to say. Uh, that um, uh, if you are WhatsApping in, uh, it may take may take us a little while. Not because there's anything wrong with the WhatsApp. It's just that I don't know what somebody reloaded it or something, and it's absolutely tiny. I, you'd need a magnifying glass, PJ, to get at it. I, I can see it here. Yeah, <laughs> Jim's going to have to get his old reading glasses out. He's going to have to I'll get, get those bottles. I'll have to get out the old. Um, I'll get a set of those. You know those half things. Remember people used to wear those glasses. They were like half glasses. Half glasses. It was a real teacher of, thing. Yeah. What was that? And he look over them. Was that like, was it. Yeah, they'd, they'd hop them so they'd be like, be able to sort of look at you and look and pretend they read at the same time. They're mad, mad jokes. I'll have to get myself a set of those. But anyway, bear with us. Uh, Magic Mike is on the case. 087-188-0008 if you do want to give us a shout for whatever's going on. There's a rake of birthdays today, PJ. Is there, yeah? Yeah, loads. Right. Okay. So we're going to have to so cram them in. You're saying is there's a chance. Oh. And you're telling me don't talk too much is basically what you're saying. We have to get through them all. Well, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't ever stop you in your creative flow. Mm. Yeah. But if you could make your creative flow... Flow quickly, that would be good. So, yeah, he is very polite when he's telling me to shut up, I will say that. Shania Twain, man, I feel like a woman here at Classic Hits. Uh, 3rd of November, 14 minutes past 6, about to get stuck into the birthdays. Uh, as I said, plenty of them, so this could be the day. Let's do it. Let's see if we uh, see if we can uh, actually yeah. pull one of them off. Now, do you know whose birthday it is today? I don't. Well... It's Lulu's birthday. Ah, go on. <laughs> that was a shocker. <laughs> I knew what you were doing, though. I got it. You got the message across. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. I, it's a it's a bit early in the morning for that sort of stuff. I'm, I'm still a bit croaky. I haven't got the coffee down my neck yet. But anyway, yeah, Lulu's birthday today. Yeah, yeah, she's, Lulu legend. That's really all I know about Lulu. If I'm being totally honest, yeah, like it's just is the shout. I yeah. don't, I don't know. It's terrible, but. Was that a one-hit wonder, or was she a big name? Oh, no, she, I think, well, I mean, again, it is it is pretty much before our time, but um, yeah. I assume she would have been, you know, I know, she would have been a big star in the day. Of, of movies, is it? Or, uh, what no, of the singing variety. Right, oh, God, because that's, that's only really the one song, you know what I mean? Yeah, and of course, then, she came back with the old Take That and Relight My Fire. What? Yeah, you know, she did the duet with Take That. I didn't know that. Really like my fire. Didn't know she was in that at all. Didn't yeah, know that yeah, at all. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that, that was Twiggy. Twiggy. Um, <laughs> but um, there is a weird kind of thing. I think yeah, there are similar vintage. I would imagine. Twiggy. You have to and think so. Twiggy and Lulu. Lulu. Yeah. That great names in the sixties, didn't they? 
Twiggy and Lulu. They were doing it long before the likes of Prince and all, weren't they? The, the sort <sighs> of single name, synonym. And Lulu was, um, was she, did she ever do Eurovision, Lulu? Oh, I haven't a clue. You see, you see she that probably rings did. A bell as the well. thing is, Eurovision was once upon a time, and there's a lot of people too young to remember, a very serious, prestigious song contest. Yeah, you that's were, kind of gone now. It's yeah. like it's more like this. You're representing of, your country. It was like a it was like an international call up. Yeah, no, it's more like a carnival of campness. Like it's it's more just a big fun party now. Yeah. Um, Actually, I've just now that you since you asked the question, um, shout and ten other UK top tens. Oh, well, then, yeah, well, uh, Sorry, UK top 40s. 10 other UK top yeah, 40s. Well, English. I'm shocked. So, chart success. Imagine whatever. me not knowing what I'm talking about. <laughs> First time it's ever happened. Uh, I gotta say that she's like 77. <sighs> not bad, 72. Ah. Right, one of your favourites. This, this could be the start of it all. One of your favourites, Roseanne Barr. Ah, yeah. It's such a pity she ruined everything because she was brilliant. Yeah. Um, that was a huge show, her and. Um, and it came back. Roseanne came back. John, what's his name? John Goodman. John Goodman. It came back and it was doing so good and it was it was actually very brilliant and I was loving it and then she just went all weird and displaying racism on sleeping tablets. Just own it. <laughs> you know, just own it. Like you know, all these people that come out with the stupid, like, that's what annoys people. You say something and you, maybe you didn't know it was racist and they say yeah. turn around going, my God, I literally had no idea. What a stupid thing to say. What a moron. Yeah. I'm not going to make sure I am a better person from now on. You know, they don't do it. You go, ah, oh, no, I had a couple of drinks in the sleep. And you know yourself, who doesn't turn into a fascist? <laughs> like, just all, you yeah. know. I uh, missed that whole thing. I missed that whole furore around yeah. her when, at the comeback. But I do remember you talking about the comeback. Yeah. And, was, and in fairness, the original show was a belter of a belter show. Belter of a show. It was a great show. I really, really enjoyed it. It was one of, it was one of my favourites. Just behind Cheers, I think. Yeah. Um... Oh, so she's just, oh God, no, I'm just angry at her now for being so <laughs> stupid. Uh, I gotta say, she's like 63. 68. Ah, 68. Bad. Right, all is not lost because we're, we're getting even closer to your favourites. Uh, Larry Holmes is celebrating oh, his birthday right. today. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, according to this, at least, one of the best heavyweights. Definitely. Him and ha- Hagler. Him, ha- uh, Holmes and Hagler have and this epic saying, fights. This is saying that he doesn't necessarily get the recognition he deserves. It doesn't. Neither of them do. You see, everyone thought that that was where the bad days of heavyweight boxing. Little did they know what was to come. Yeah. You know what I mean? Post Ali, you see, you're very hard to get a look in, you know. But, yeah. the, but the Holmes Hagler fights were deadly balls. Did Holmes ever beat Ali? No, he's is he much later than him? Oh, you're uh, that's now you're gone before me time. So I don't and know if they ever. Who, what's the? Fi- God, you're thinking of Tommy Cooper. <laughs> Tommy Cooper. <laughs> 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 I beat Ali. Oh, yeah. I just. Uh, I used to get myself right and then he punched me in the face uh, I gotta say anyway, uh, Larry Holmes he's what a oh, he's not a young man 72 not bad 71 oh, 71 okay. we're edging closer we're edging closer uh, right what about one of your own and one of our own I suppose uh, Dylan Moran oh yeah Dylan yeah have you ever met him obviously I you have, have yeah. of course I've been him a few times what's he yeah. like he's exactly like you would is he years. is he that mad well, he's not mad. Like he's, but like everything, he's really laid back. Actually, everything he plays on the television, it's mildly drunk or at yeah. least very confused. He's a very like his character in Black Books. To be honest with you, is he? Yeah. Oh my god! Like the guy you get in stand up is pretty much the guy you get in real life. Like I remember, like I was, I was emceeing That's a gig. Stru- that he How does he get through life? Yeah, I know. Yeah, like I was, I was emceeing a gig that he was in in the festival one year, and I was up there, and I was like. 
you know, it's a tough enough crowd and that. Yeah. And I was like, I'm just going to do like a really quick couple of minutes, just get them quiet and then bring you straight on, right? Because yeah. they don't want to see me. And he just goes, yeah, no problem. It really doesn't matter to me what you do at all. That's what he says. <laughs> I was like, okay. I understand. Well, uh, yeah, we're I clear. Yeah. We're clear here then. But, oh, but he's a yeah, sound fella, yeah. I have to say, he's a, he's a nice... But I mean, don't, I, I like so him. laid back. I like Black Books and I like... I've, I think I have a couple of his stand-ups from back in the day on DVD or something. You know what I mean? But, yeah. Like, I do like it. It's just... It's, I just assumed it was a total caricature. Yeah, I just thought... No, it's not... I just always get the feeling when... A couple of times I met him... I always just get the feeling he'd rather be asleep yeah. than chatting to me. You know that way. Uh, but I, yeah, it does. See, he does strike you as a man who seems to feel that life keeps getting in his way. Little bit, little bit. Uh, I gotta say, he's like uh, fifty-two. Not bad, forty-nine. 49. Right, well, listen, we were talking about uh, about this lad the other day. You were saying you're a big fan of this lad, even though he was a gunner. Uh, Ian Wright. Oh, Ian Wright, yeah, I do like Ian Wright. He's great crack. Yeah. I think he's very funny. Very like, entertaining. He's one of the only uh, like TV commentators around that still has a laugh. Like, you just yeah. watch him and enjoy. Like, he's the best He's the best of the BBC ones. He is. He's I know far and away the best. Shearer the and all them are all regarded ah, as whatever. Shearer's but, only an L grump. He's but, like an L flump sitting there giving out. Ian uh, Wright's good crack. Ian Wright's great crack, yeah. yeah. Like him. Like him. He's, a, he's one of those cheeky Charlies. And he's a real London cheeky chappy to carry on. I like him. Yeah, and there's a bit of passion about him as well. There is, there is. And when him and Roy Keane did some together, uh, it's a while ago now, isn't it? Yeah, well, that, they, they were good. Was that World Cup stuff or something they I ended up on the same? I think it might have been, yeah. yeah. They were, but it was good because they have, they have proper goals on each other. That's what you want to see, is a cranky Roy Keane. What are you so happy about? England, they're terrible. They're terrible. They're running around like they won the World Cup. They haven't won, they won, they won a game. They won, they won a game. And then Ian Wright started copying or Roy Keane's accents. Do you remember that? Oh, that's right. That's what it was. And then yeah, he got yeah. in all the trouble for it. Why? All Irish people getting obsessed because it oh, was funny. It was very funny. Yeah, I like Ian Wright, I have to say. I say him here. I think Ian, he's right, right, right. Anyway. <laughs> um, I'd say he's, what, 46? 46. 57, man. Is he? Ian Wright's gone a long time from the game. Is he, man? Yeah. Has he gone that long? <laughs> yes. You're older than you think. I see. I, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Is a, he really, what yeah, age did you say he was? 57. 57? Yeah, yeah. 57. The look of horror on PJ's face is priceless. I think we need a drink of the hearts. Right, what about this then? Let's um, uh, stick with the footballers and go Yorkie. Dwight York. Oh, yeah, Dwight York, of course. <laughs> Another From one of those. that side. I know, yeah, but wasn't he one of those? He was, wasn't he Newcastle as well? No. Um... Did, uh, Cole obviously came from. Yeah, was was Yorkie new? He could have been. I don't know. I can't remember. He like a carbon copy no, he was, of Andy Cole. For did a, he, come, he played for Villa after United, was it? Yeah, didn't what, did he not do exactly an Andy Cole? Like, and go from Newcastle to United? I got a good question. I don't know off the top of my head. Who knows? I All I know is I remember Yorkie because. As far as I'm concerned, it was only five years ago. <laughs> Because um, when he started becoming a pundit and all that sort of stuff, he used to wear the maddest jackets. Yeah. Not everybody was always in, like, you know, plain navy or plain whatever. And yeah. Yorkie would come on with this hound's tooth or something or yeah. this mad check. Like a, a tweed hat. And you'd look like your telly had gone funny on you. Yeah, you're like wearing a, tw- a tweed <laughs> a Sherlock Holmes hat and a red leather jacket or something. Mad little stuff. Um, oh. But he's around the same age as, as Ian Wright, so. Well, he's a bit younger. He's, he's a bit closer to what you thought Ian Wright was. Oh, 52. 49. Out for the love of God. <laughs> Can't get anything right today. Right. Which God is kind of weird because they were the ones, they were the regular ones of a couple of curveballs. Oh, for God's sake. This is going to get really embarrassing. 
What about Adamant? Adamant? Yeah. yeah. What a, I used to think that was great crack same back in the day. Yeah, and Prince Charming. Yeah. And all that sort of stuff. So camp, but that aggressive. Was mad. Aggressively yeah. camp. That was what was kind amazing. Of like about a, it. Yeah, it was like a camp punk weird well, kind of yeah, combo. It? Yeah, a fella <laughs> running around with like a, a one shot pistol from the 1700s. You know? I used to love the gear. I used to love all great. that, like. You know, highwayman, musketeer looking stuff. And he'd be in trouble, he'd never get away never with it. Never wore it, obviously, because in fairness, you wouldn't ah, really get away with it in England. walk around <laughs> town. Uh, but he mixed up all the cultures. That was what, like, stuff you could never do now, like wearing an English soldier's jacket from the 1700s and, like, Indian, Native American face paint. <laughs> yeah. and, and then he might have, like, a big dreadlock thing in the back of his head. Like, it was, he yeah. mixed it all up. It was great crack. Uh, he's not a young man now. Uh, he's like 73 66 Oh god 66 he is I'm way and then, off Last one for you then Is um, Dolph Lundgren Oh yeah It was back in the Rocky movie again Last year Creed 2 Yeah Dolph Lundgren Because of all of that Because of the um, His association That's why I stuck it in His association with your Beloved Rocky uh, Yeah Mind you he was in He was in a lot of movies And I don't know if any of them were any good. I think Rocky IV was the most credible. <laughs> and let's be honest, Rocky IV isn't a very credible Rocky yeah. either. But yeah, I know. He yeah. I don't know if he was ever considered on the, any of the shortlists for, you know, Oscars or BAFTAs or anything. No, no. He would get into movies and they were just saying, listen, get him to yeah. shut up. Just yeah. It's literally, it's, you know the way you say that the, the best acting advice you were ever given, you were ever taught when you studied it was... Um, know your lines and don't bump into the furniture. Yeah, yeah, that's his. He lived. By <laughs> I'd it. say that was his. Mo- I'd say that was it. some mentor said to him, "Dolph, listen, if you can avoid bumping into things, I think we have a movie on our hands." Yeah, and just learn. Look, we're, we've got your. We've got the whole script for you down to three words. What words? Okay, I like the way you're abbreviating. Yeah, I like the way I do. Exactly. Uh, Dolph Lundgren, sixty-six. Not bad. Sixty-three. Ah, f- 63 Today was for 60 I was very bad today You gave me a lot of opportunity You were under, you were under pressure today. To be fair I gave you too much Sometimes you can have Too much choice BJ I know yeah Yeah. I still can't believe I thought I was the same age as Ian Wright What's wrong with me? I, I, don't know, I don't know Whether that should be A good or a bad thing From your point of view That you're considerably Younger than Ian Wright I know Or just that your memory the fact so. that I thought The 90s was like <laughs> Was still kind of Was only just about To be finished That's the new radicals You get what you give Jack and Diane And uh, John Cougar Mellencamp Just ahead of that uh, 17 minutes away From 7 o'clock Thank you for waking up happy With PJ and Jim On this Tuesday 3rd of November Good for um uh, or thank you rather for uh, letting us uh, hang out with you. Oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight on WhatsApp. Although it's been a it's been a source of admonishment so far this morning, PJ. What did I do? Where do what I did begin? We do? Well, look. Like, before we get into us being admonished, uh, let me just tell you that uh, Antoinette's been on, and she's warning in advance that she is cranky today. Oh, God. because she's had the worst night's sleep ever. Dear, I have to confess, I had a wogeous night's sleep did myself you? last what night. What happened to you? Now? It was one of those. It was one of those where it took me ages to go asleep. Yeah. And then... You woke up. Then eventually, I obviously did get asleep. And then I woke at four. Oh. Right, a half an hour before my alarm yeah. goes off. And, of course, naturally, That's no, no hope. Sleep, no yeah. hope then. So, and I was up in the middle of the night. What were we doing? Are using, we? using the facilities. Using the facilities, yeah. Understandable. So, it was terrible. So, I, I feel your pain, Antoinette. I Jeepers. Do. Now... Stand by here to oh be admonished. God. Oh, God. <laughs> right, so where would you like to start? Let's start with Dwight York, shall we? Let's Whose start with Dwight York, today. yeah. And you were speculating about where he came from. Newcastle, be- I said. You were all, yeah, complete. We've been lashed out of us. 
um, uh, particularly by well, not partic- particularly by John, who is a United fan himself, and got very he gets very abusive. John doesn't he? But anyway, um, uh, but Paul, the Villa fan, uh, did point out, along with many others, that York actually went from Villa to United. Oh, okay. I thought it was the other way the around. Other way around yeah. I thought it was United to Villa, but it wasn't. It was Villa to United. So we stand corrected. Stands. Yeah, and John, calm down there, will you, for God's sake? What's he saying? Oh, it's just, it gets very abusive, John. You flipping shoulder. Um, now, the other thing is, on, specifically on your one, um, somebody has pointed out, the, the more polite version was... Um, uh, I don't think Holmes and Hagler fought each other. They're in completely different weight classes. Well, I remember. <laughs> are, oh, are you sh- there, um, uh, Yeah, what somebody has po- somebody else has pointed out. Um, Hagler wasn't a heavyweight. He doesn't know what he's talking about again. Well, I do you know something. It's very rude of you to point that out. <sighs> Yeah. Jeep, isn't that mad? Now there is, hang on a second. There is light at the end of the tunnel. I got my bit right. Who am I thinking of? Dan in Cork has pointed out that I was right to say that Holmes did fight Ali and beat him. So we we salvaged that. Well, I said that didn't happen as well. So you know what I mean? Right. And look, there's more light at the end of the tunnel here. Hang on a second. Who's this now that has saved the day for us? Let me show you. God, this machine is really acting. Karen. Um, has pointed out that Lulu did sing in Eurovision. Uh, she thinks the song was called Boom Bang a Bang. Well, I think you find it was actually Marvin Hagler that sang that in the Eurovision. <laughs> My God, I got everything so wrong this morning. <sighs> I got everything so wrong. It's unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, we seem to have. Yeah, maybe like I don't know. Every I still everything. Can't. This show should have a liner on it. Every you know all the little jingles that play. You know. PJ and Jim waking up happy and everything. There should be one that says, you know, like disclaimers. I do, like like they yeah. have on ads. Yeah. Nothing uh, nothing that PJ and Jim say can be taken as factual. Well, to be fair to you, you are right <laughs> with all of these things. Well, not completely. I wasn't sure about the Dwight York thing. I wasn't sure. That's as wrong as he gets. I wasn't sure. Like, I actually remember something, like, really clearly that never The Hagler and Holmes, that, that's in entertain. Hagler and Holmes yeah, thing, being I, so adamant about the, the I thing. I remember and They it. weren't even in the same weight I class. I literally remember it. And it never happened. I mean, isn't, what's going on there? It's, yeah. That's what's made your six years here such an entertaining roller coaster like, ride. I spoke about that with great confidence. You're dead right, yeah. Six years. <sighs> Woo. That's if I that's if it has been six years. Who knows? Maybe I'm thinking of someone else's career. Yeah. Well, God. considering you thought what you, you thought Ian Wright was only forty seven or something. There you, you go. He's I'm at it again. He's like ten years older than that. You've lost ten years. I somewhere. will say Ian Wright was the best player that Aston Villa ever had though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, He's joking! Oh. He's joking, alright. It's a joke. Definitely. He was yeah. the best Welsh international of all time. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. Oh, At least dear. this much we can all agree on. Yeah, and somebody has pointed out, let me see who's this that's sticking up for you here. It's Fred. Yeah. Uh, says, PJ, don't you don't mind them. At least you're consistently wrong. <laughs> you're right, Fred. If you can't be right if you can't be right. Oh my god, it's gonna be consistent. But sure, that just means if you can't be right, be wrong. That's literally all that means. Brilliantly phrased. Fred, I appreciate your help, but I think you sticking up for me has made things a little bit worse. Right. Uh, we're going to attempt to salvage this morning with uh, just. We're going to just buy you off, basically. We're going to buy you off with, with stuff. 
uh, money, hopefully, yeah. in about an hour's time on the hit bit. Uh, the new extended hit bit. So hopefully, uh, you know, that'll get worn and everybody will forget that we may slightly have embarrassed ourselves this morning. Yeah, um, I love the way he's been saying it himself and he's done he's nothing wrong. That's a man. There's a fella now. There, look at that, Jim McKay. Take him on for the team. Take him on for the team. There's a man who throw a ball up for someone else to hit. <laughs> Tell you, fair play. Uh, and also, of course, we're going to try and ply you with gifts. We've got hampers galore. Uh, we've got a magnificent hygiene hamper. I think calling that a hamper is too small a word. Same when you're putting, here. When you're putting a high-spec vacuum cleaner into something, it becomes a lot more than a hamper. Does. Doesn't it? it does, a hamper's indeed. a thing that comes in a little basket and oh, yeah. all that sort of stuff. You can't, you know, when you're getting a Hoover, yeah, no, like a proper like vacuum cleaner and all. Yeah, I don't know. And like you want to see the other stuff, like it's an industrial <laughs> cleaning packet. Exactly. Box of things. Yeah. So that's up for grabs on the breakfast table quiz. Um, we had a score of, we made double figures. I think we had 10 yesterday. We did, yeah. Very good player yesterday. And of course, uh, uh, heading towards Christmas, whether PJ likes it or not, uh, it is a magnificent hamper to be won every day this week, courtesy of the, uh, well, it's kind of the new project from the Gourmet Food Parlor. It's called Gourmet Gifts. And uh, we'll be telling you more about it and giving you the chance to win. Unfortunately, again, it's not great for PJ because it does involve him singing Christmas songs. This really is my day, isn't it? Kim Wilde, you keep me hanging on here at Classic Hits. It's uh, almost 11 minutes past seven. Thank you so much for waking up happy with PJ and Jim on this Tuesday, 3rd of November. 087 if you need to give us a shout. Obviously, most people looking to get involved, uh, as they always are nowadays in the hit bit. The money is big, over two grand. Uh, the hit bit's been extended. There's more to listen to. There's so many guesses you can rule out. All of that information you'll find on classichits.ie and Magic Mike is always a standing by whenever you're ready to let us know that you want to play 87 on WhatsApp. Uh, if you were with us a bit earlier on, okay, you will know that, um, well, we didn't necessarily cover ourselves in glory when it came to our, to our knowledge base on certain things. Hmm. But you know what I mean? Information yeah. is a... Well, it's a, it can be a transient thing sometimes. It just gets you Doesn't in trouble, mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, in terms of your sources of information, the one, once upon a time, there was, you know, you would refer to somebody who was quite a knowledgeable, wise person as maybe being well-read. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Well-read, long gone, thinking of the past, nonsense. Who wants to be well-read anymore? I tell you who, nerds! <laughs> the rest of the world are now well-watched. Well-watched? Yeah, we may consider ourselves well-watched now, and researchers who have gone through this can now confirm that it's actually in this day and age you're seen to be it's better off you're, you're, you're seen to be a better person to be around if you're well watched rather than well read right and does it matter what you watch not really as long as you're up to date that's the thing so, so it's not similar to the books where you know if you hadn't read Tolstoy and Dickens and whatever like now you can watch actually it is, you know what I mean it kind of is similar to that in the way that they're looking at this so they look at it in the social scene right Yeah. so years ago uh, you would turn up and you might be in some social scene and feel a little bit about, out of place sometimes if they started doing it so when I read Tolstoy as you'd know uh, he <laughs> talks about you know and they might quote Tolstoy or something and you'd, you'd be there like, oh god and you'd pretend you knew what they were talking about mm. or whatever no, it's exactly the same, but with stuff on TV. So forget Tolstoy and all. You know, you go to a party now, um, people say, they do exactly the same. Well, I suppose you definitely, obviously you've been watching The Walking Dead or, or whatever <laughs> is really big at the time. Yeah. So, but are you le- you're, so you're allowed, to, it's, it's, it's what's kind of um, for everybody. It's this sort of must-see TV must stuff. See so TV. it's not like, you know, I assume you have seen that subtitled indie-German-Chinese oh, no, uh, collaboration. 
No, that's far from it. In fact, that's as boring as reading. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, no, far from it. Now, people, what's happening now is, of course, in lockdown days and everything, they reckon t- a typical and average viewer uh, spends 10 hours a week watching telly. Absolutely, I know reading that, that that has been, they surveyed lawyers. Because all of us spend more than 10 hours a week watching stuff on TV. Come on, if you count yeah. your screen, any screen, and you want to talk to your Netflix or your Now TVs or any of that, 10 hours. 10 hours yeah. over seven days. Yeah, no, that's it's got to be higher than I that, hasn't it? I that in on a Saturday. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, that's ridiculous. Yeah. There's no way an average of 10 hours. And Maybe they, that says more about us, though. Maybe I those, pe- maybe so, those people out there having lives. What am I saying? Who Nobody, has a life? Nobody's having lives at the Nobody moment. Nobody has a life. <laughs> and then they say the average person is reading four hours a week. No, they're not. Get out of it. The average person isn't reading that. Maybe if you if you include audiobooks. <laughs> or subtitle TV shows on Netflix. Maybe. Maybe. Um, and nine in ten share their TV tips and thoughts with family and friends. And that's where this comes from. So we don't recommend books to each other anymore in the same way. We don't look to find social cues and that truth of talking about the books we read anymore. What mm. we do is... Is if we're stuck in any way for conversation, we go, so what, are you watching that and go to? Is there anything good on Netflix that you want? I am, yeah. I'm like, I, I plague way. you all the time for recommendations, don't I? For oh. box sets, and I'm always at you. And you're always and podcasts texting, and la- everything. Last night you were texting me over recommendations for documentaries. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right, actually. Yeah, it makes sense. It is one of those. That's the, that is the recommendations that so, happen. Yeah, so now people come into themselves and they're like, you know, oh, Jabers, is there anything? Have you watched that? I don't know what to be looking at. And they go, it's like talking about an illegal drug party. <laughs> and people are like, what do you mean? Oh, I don't know if that's for me. I'm telling you, man, I didn't think it would be for me either. But as soon as you get two or three of them into you, you're, you're off. Though. You, you won't be able to get enough of it. Brilliant. It's unbelievable. And there's like seven series of them. I'm not even joking. And a few movies and a Christmas special. Don't even get me started on the Christmas special. I was so emotional over it. There was tears rolling down my face. When the butler died. And oh my God. Unbelievable. Wow. Uh, you know, that's you how certainly people talk. got into it. That's how people talk. Only fools and horses. Vintage TV. That comes into it as well. That's brilliant now. When you're considered well well watched or whatever. Yeah. And, and it's, it's brilliant stuff like Only Fools and Horses. So you don't even have to try and impress people. It's stuff you actually enjoy. Excuse me. It's not like you have to, you know, put yourself under the... I think, I've got to better read this now because everybody is... You know, this is meant to be one of those things that's on the, you know, 100 books to read before you pop your clogs thing. Yeah, but that's what Only Fools... Only Fools and Horses is the televisual Shakespeare of our time, Jim. <laughs> that's what it is. So you're going to have... It will be... Trust me, it'll happen. They'll all be watching YouTube and all and all of that sort of stuff that carries on so all it, the young people are watching. What you're saying is now that the next time somebody confronts me and says, uh, I'm, I'm sure somebody like yourself, Jim, has read all the classics. I'm sure you've read uh, Dickens in your time. I'll say, well, I, I may not have read Dickens, but I have seen... Uh, the Muppets Christmas Carol <laughs> Which I think we can all agree Is more popular And all the better for it So Exactly So I think I know Where you're coming from Yeah Exactly And when people In the in the, in the future In the not so distant future All my nephews age and all yeah. When they um, say oh, What do you like watching And uh, I'll say to them They'll be like YouTube I'm like YouTube is Minecraft My god I've no, I know all the jokes from uh, Father Ted. <laughs> Heard them all a hundred times. Yeah, I saw see? the uh, the entire twelve episodes of Faulty Towers eighteen times each. Yeah, see, I know all the classics. Tell you something, the 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 literature 
of script writing uh, sitcoms is wasted on the youth. Wasted. Oh, that's on them. brilliant. Philistines. So is there a snobbery yet? Has it, has the snobbery started? Is yes, there stuff developing. Because I feel a little bit like I often feel left out by people doing the must see TV stuff, and I haven't. I mean, obviously, I've missed loads of it. I didn't see The Sopranos. Yeah, and this. I is didn't what see Breaking Bad. And now people have started to lie about it the way they lied about books. So in order to fit in in social situations, they do say a lot of people, uh, up to a third of people, have lied about what they have. I've seen just to fit in. So like that, you and me could be chatting away, you know. Yeah. Uh, or who'd be chatting about these things? Mike and all. Yeah, have you seen the Attenborough's new show about the world and how human beings are ruining it and all? Whereas you and me were just up watching, uh, I don't know, you know, a, a, an old Manchester United documentary about a fella who died when he fell over a squirrel or something. And we'd be like, yes, very good, isn't it? Terrible what's happening. Terrible what's happening. And then he'd be like, what was your favourite bit? Oh... I'd have to say that, that have picture to... of the world. Yes. What? Do you remember when the you remember when it scrolled back and all and the, the fish and all were in it and the, the games that the boards were playing and everything? Oh shocking. Terrible being a human, isn't it? That's what you something like that. Robbie Williams, let me entertain you here at Classic Hits. Twenty one and a half minutes past seven on this Tuesday, third of November. Thanks for hanging out with us, folks. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight. on the subject of uh, being well watched. Yes. People are curious about a few things. Like, for example, um, somebody who watches the soaps every week, including Fair City. Will they be regarded as well-watched I would imagine so, absolutely, yeah. Will that be a thing? Greatly up-to-date. You'd be extraordinarily well-watched. There's one of them every day, nearly. Exactly. Um, Michelle and Tala were saying, Faulty Terrors and Only Fools and Horses. They're all back on Netflix now. She's just uh, restarted to re-watch Red Dwarf. That was another one I never fully never got into. Got I, I used to get the about. odd episode of it, but I never yeah. fully kind of, never became a huge fan of it. I lied about that one. Did That's you? one of the ones I lied about. People would say, well, are you watching it? And I was like, yes. And I did watch it. And brilliant, isn't it? I mean, just, oh, it's such genius. I was like, yes. Like, like I couldn't find it funny at all. I don't know what I missed. It went totally over my head. I love the way you turn into Toast of London. Where you're like, yes. Yes. <laughs> the very funny jokes about space. Mm. <laughs> That's actually yeah. speaking of sp- <laughs> that when you were doing that thing about us talking to Mike and he's you know watched some really intelligent highbrow nature uh, documentary or something. He's always into that. It's yeah. a, it reminded me a little bit of that scene from Notting Hill where Hugh Grant is supposed to be a journalist interviewing the cast of oh, the movie yeah, that Julia yeah. Roberts is in, and he asks Jim Han about um, uh, are there any horses in it? <laughs> uh, when uh, it's set in space. <laughs> Ah. Oh, okay. Uh, also, uh, let me see. So that was that Faulty Towers one. Um, somebody else was saying, uh, let me see. Guys, I am nearly 40 and have never watched one episode of the following. Breaking Bad, The Sopranos, Downton Abbey or Game of Thrones. What's wrong with you, man? Get, out, get, get into your house. Stop enjoying your life on the outside. You need to get in. Get with the times. Waste all However, your days indoors. I think he has watched, or they have watched. Who is this? Oh, it is a he, Stephen. Um, have watched Porridge and Open All Hours. Ah, that's just, he's just catching up from the 70s. That's all right, you can understand. Yeah. He'll get there eventually. In 10 years' time, you'll be well, right you see, up to see, I tell you, I feel for that man, because look at this, I'm being shamed here by um, Mark, I think this is. Um, lad, speaking of a good documentary to watch, The Vow on Sky Documentaries. Uh, so that was a recommendation for Mark. But he says he says he's already watched it online, and then goes on. Cannot believe Jim 
hasn't watched Breaking Bad. Shame on you. He, he watched like two or three of them and he didn't like I it. I watched about three or four of them actually. Yeah. And he just didn't like it. He didn't take to it. At the very scene, yeah, it didn't kind of didn't didn't drag me in. I have to say, at the start, <sighs> I might so go back good. at it. Maybe it's worth a go now. It is dark. Like it's dark. Because was watching. You know that Westworld. You know they made that yeah, Westworld yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I saw a documentary yesterday about Anthony Hopkins. Actually, the thing we were talking about. You know the way Sky Arts do these brilliant things about you know retrospectives oh, yeah. on people's careers. And then they were saying, like, at the end of his career, he ended up in Westworld, you know, the, the Sky Atlantic thing or yeah, HBO it's, it's, thing or whatever like, it is. I watched the first series and then I couldn't get into the second. You see that? That's what I'm saying. I started watching a couple of episodes of that and kind of... Because I, I used to love the old Westworld movie with Yul Brynner and all that. Yeah, You know what I mean? I thought that was brilliant. great when I was a kid. But, um, and so I, thought I, was, I was set up to be into it. And then again, it didn't draw me it. in. And so now I think I might have to go back at it. Yeah, Give it another go I was or right. It was one of those ones I was into it right until the last moment. There's a sort of a thing that happens at the end of the first series. Yeah, and then I went, oh, I couldn't care less anymore. No. That's the end. Of and there's day. Michelle and Tala now backing me up there to say um, Breaking Bad doesn't really get good until season two, according to Michelle and Tala. Well, you know what she's saying. Yeah, by the time season two comes, it is a lot. But you, you, it does. It's a slow burn. Like yeah, yeah, it really is. But it's oh my god, it's worth it. Yeah. And it's, this is. I mean, this is just proving the point, isn't it? This whole kind of like um, well watched thing. Yeah, it is. It's the exactly. The, We've never talked like this about books. I'll never read again. Don't. It's ridiculous. <laughs> what a waste of time. Top top tune. Queen David Bowie. Under pressure here. A classic hits. Almost uh, twenty to eight. Under pressure. Quite appropriate, really. Uh, for PJ at the moment because he hasn't been looking forward to this. No. Jeepers. <laughs> to be fair, oh. PJ, like all of us here at uh, Classic Hits, massive, massive fans of the fabulous gourmet food parlour. So that's a positive. Yeah. Always, yes, that's always very true. in favour of no, that. There's no doubt about that. And the deliciousness that comes from there. And they, of course, um, are the brains behind a brand new venture, okay? This is not, it's not a temporary measure. It's not kind of while lockdown is going on or anything like that. This is uh, here to stay. It's a brand new online gifting venture called Gourmet Gifts, okay? You can check it out on gourmetgifts.ie. They uh, specialise in all sorts of luxury and artisan products. Big focus on supporting Irish, uh, both Irish businesses and Irish products and all that sort of stuff. So if you want to go and check it out, if you're thinking about potential Christmas gifts and all that sort of stuff, gourmetgifts.ie is the place to go and check it out. And to, uh, to give you a little sampling, every day this week we have got a magnificent Gourmet Gifts festive hamper to give away. So it's a real traditional Christmas feel type hamper you've got all sorts of brilliant Irish products in there wines chocolates jams crackers chutneys you name it everything all you could possibly want and all you have to do is identify a little Christmas ditty oh dear goodness gracious (laughs) me right now yesterday when we did this we gave PJ the option to choose his own music he chose funeral music such is his distaste for Christmas yes I did I'm not even sorry I did to be honest with you it's still, it's still people still identified it people still knew the one they you were did, singing yeah, yeah they did the lyrics I suppose it's, exactly it and um, so this time round okay uh, what we've decided to do is rather than let them go completely dour on it again we've decided we would choose the music and the agreement we've made is that we won't choose Christmas music okay agreed 
I, I know that, but this is now just, this has turned into uh, just another opportunity to make a monkey out of me, Not basically. Not at all. It's an opportunity to showcase your improvisational skills. See? Make a monkey out of me. That's essentially what this is. It's a new game. It's your magnificent adaptability. My so, God. So, you have the lyrics that you're about to sing, yeah? Can I just say, everything, I've noticed a very good, strong pattern. As soon as Jim gives you a compliment, it's always followed by an opportunity to make a monkey out of you. It's always the way. I resemble that remark. You do resemble that <laughs> remark. Right, so here we go. So all you've got to do is identify the Christmas song that PJ is going to sing, get your answer and your name uh, to 087-188-0008 on WhatsApp for your chance to, uh, to win that magnificent gourmet gifts festive hamper. Okay, PJ Gallagher, are you ready? I don't okay. think I am, but you... You, you have the lyrics. What is it? And uh, if you'd like to sing them to this little ditty. Oh, for God's sake, Jim. Once bitten, twice shy, I keep my distance, but you still catch my eye. Tell me, baby, do you recognise me? Well, it's been a year, it doesn't surprise me. Once bitten, twice shy, I keep my distance, but you still catch my eye. That was very embarrassing now for everybody involved. That was massively entertaining. My God, that's felt... I think, uh, realistically, uh, people might have missed that. I think you maybe should give just one more, one little... Uh, in your own time. <laughs> one bit... Oh, jeep, it's a different part of the song. Here we go. Within twice shy, I keep my distance, but you still catch my eye. Tell me, baby, do you recognise me? Well, it's been a year, it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> That was magnificent. Thank you very much. You deserve... The second time was a little bit better. That was absolutely spectacularly yeah. good. And as Jim knows, my favourite music is English folk tunes of the 1700s. My God. That was... This is going to be a long week, man. Oh, oh eight, seven. Oh, long eight, seven. Week. One, double, eight, triple, zero. <laughs> Classic hits. Classic hits. And now, the hit bit with Supermax, home of the deliciously fresh chicken breast sandwich. Always a hit. Hit bit. It's a bit of a really famous hit. It's a bit, just a bit from a classic hit. But what hit is it? Hit bit. Uh, the hit bit is worth a whopping one, t- oh, two thousand. The beggar pardon, two thousand one hundred and sixty euro this morning. It's been extended. It's a little bit longer. It's a bit more, a bit more of a tease to it. And here's what it sounds like. It does feel like it's going somewhere now. I have mm. to say, but uh, let's. Oh, jeez. Yeah. There is. I, I Give us one more belt of it. I, just, I can't. I, I'm, I'm amazed. People feel inspired. To know what it is. I, I can't make head nor tail from but, it. And once again, I've made a guess I was sure it was. I've been told it definitely <laughs> isn't it. And it's still the only song I can hear when I hear it. Anyway, Gary Power is going to go first this morning. Hiya, Gary. Hi, PJ. How are you? Not too bad, Gary. How are you getting on? Fantastic. Good stuff. Where are you? Are you on the road, it sounds like? I'm on the road, yeah. I'm actually in Belfast this morning. I'm walking to Belfast today. Wow. Are you, you're there at the moment, are you? Yeah, I'm just driving through the city now at the minute, stuck in traffic. I'm picking us up loud and clear. Well, I just kind of lose you in around Newry, then I have to go to the app. Ah, right, yeah. Newry, yeah. Yeah, Newry. Sure, everything gets lost in Newry. <laughs> <laughs> 
Decades have been lost in you. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right, so we'd love to give you a few quid this morning, Gary. What do you think it is? I think it's Aerosmith. Dude looks like a lady. Oh, oh good old well. Joan. Right, <laughs> speaking of dude looks like a lady, Magic Mike, a very good morning to you. Well, that is an outrageous <laughs> thing to say, but I will let it slide for the moment. Uh, it is wrong. Unfortunately, Gary, you're not right. right. I'm so sorry, but don't forget to go on to classicist.ie. Check out all the wrong guesses. You don't want to miss a thing when you go on there. You know what I mean? All right. Good luck. Cheers, Gary. Bye-bye. So there's Gary. Uh, Joe waiting patiently. How are you, Joe? Morning, PJ. Morning, Jim. Hey, Joe. How's it going? Where are you in the world today? I'm in Galway. Ah, what better place to be. What are you up to? I'm like the other chap, stuck in traffic. Oh, <laughs> my God. God I saw so much for the old lockdown affecting the traffic. Oh, it doesn't seem to have helped. Not too bad this morning. Not too bad. Right. I'm in traffic. So you're in the city, obviously. I'm heading into the city now, yeah. Right. Because what's it like in Galway this morning? Is it nice out or is uh, it just bleak? Blue sky actually overspitting, so Mike is getting the best of it, I think, out there. Oh, typical, yeah. Mike, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mike wherever, getting the best of it, yeah. Exactly. Wherever, wherever <laughs> Mike goes, the sun always shines where yeah. Mike yeah, goes. Yeah, that's what it looks like at the moment, anyway. <laughs> right, so, Joe, we'd love to give you a few quid. What do you think? I think it's China Crisis and Wishful Thinking. Right. That's, that's a song I haven't heard in a long yeah. time. What do you uh, reckon, then, Mike? Right, Joe. Uh, unfortunately, it is just wishful thinking for you. I'm afraid it is wrong, Joe. <laughs> Unlucky. Uh, at least, at least you have the blue skies, Joe. Well, Mike has it. I'm just looking at them. All oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Head on over to Mike. I'm sure he'd love the company this morning. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, if only I could. <laughs> See right, you later, so, Joe. Like, Take it, Andy. Bye bye now. Right, so it rolls on then. Half one today with Niall Boylan again. Once um, another chance to uh, to play for the old hit bit. Nine minutes past eight o'clock here at Classic Hits in Excess New Sensation. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. And uh, before we do anything else, we need to give you the winner of our uh, gourmet gifts. Festive hamper. Uh, if you were with us about a, what tw- half an hour ago, I suppose at this stage we uh, we gave you a little Christmas song. PJ sang a little Christmas oh song for you to identify, and um, it was. Uh, can I just say it was brilliant. The reaction was yeah. absolutely fantastic. It people, wasn't embarrassing at all. People would love to hear it again, but I'm not sure it's even possible to reproduce. <laughs> I think it was just a time and a place. Oh, God. But it was amazing. Uh, he um, he gave us the lyrics of a very famous uh, Christmas song uh, over non-Christmas music. <laughs> what did you call it? For English folk music of the 1700s. English folk hits of the 1700s, yeah. My, my favourite stuff, yeah. What I really love. Anyway, listen, this was for the chance to win an amazing Gourmet Gifts Festive hamper. Real traditional Christmas feel to this. All of uh, the uh, big Christmas favourites in there. All Irish products as well. Wine, chocolates, jam, crackers, chutneys, loads of stuff. You can check them out on gourmetgifts.ie along with the whole selection of all of the other kind of gifts that they do. They tend to specialise in the kind of luxury artisan products. as a Big focus, as we mentioned, on uh, supporting Irish business and Irish products. So if you're looking for gift ideas, uh, gourmetgifts.ie is the place to go. So who's our winner? So our winner is uh, Kate O'Driscoll in Cork this morning. So well done, Kate O'Driscoll. You are this morning's winner. And what was the song she identified? Last Christmas, I think it was. (laughs) I got slightly confused with my folky tantrum. Uh, But I think it was last Christmas. Well done. And uh, one to give away every day this week. Right, in the meantime, uh, it's, it's, we're going to do something we rarely do on this show. I know, it's like a we're tribute. Gonna, I mean, we're we're going to actually do proper music radio stuff here now. We're going to do like, you know, as though we knew... I mean, based on the way we started the show and how, how much we got wrong then, this could... 
this could be pretty dangerous, but we're never basically going to pretend again. that we're music DJs well, for a no, minute. I think it's just, it's a, I suppose it's a just an unbelievable thing with Bruce Springsteen. So he's become the first artist ever to have a top five album spanning six decades. It's ludicrous, really, when you think about it. Isn't six it? decades. Six decades. So, like, uh, I mean, when you think about it, it's, it's hard to get your head around Really? So, so he's Bruce been in the in the ch- the top of the chart. What you say? Top five album? Yeah, charts. He's had the top five album in every decade for the last Six sixty decades. years. So he released wow. his letter to you last month. That's his new one, right? Uh, and it's his twentieth studio album, uh, and that me that makes it uh, you know this being twenty twenty. Uh, the year where all the great things happen, of course. But that means it's now he's, he's span, a career spanning six decades with top five. It's absolutely hard to get your head around. Yeah. Isn't it? Like, he was releasing albums when... I don't know. What was his first album released on? Duluth or something. He probably wrote, <laughs> he probably wrote that song that I was singing the, the Last Christmas lyrics over earlier on. What an unbelievable career. And what's weird about Bruce Springsteen, Springsteen is um, that he... Uh, he still seems to really love it. Like, he's not just churning out. You know the way you get those acts? Yeah. And they churn out the hits forever and ever and ever. And there's a feeling they'd rather not be there. You get the feeling there's bankruptcy knocking at the door. There's very few of them you sort of see and think they're still loving it. Yeah. So you see the Rolling Stones, they still seem to love it. But they're not releasing the amount of music that Bruce Springsteen and, and writing, Yeah, writing new material yeah, all the all time the as time. well. And, he's and in fairness, you were saying that like he, he does kind of, when he puts on a show, it's value for money, isn't it? Ah, stop, Jim. It's too long. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, it's the only, it's too long. I went to see him and I was looking forward to it for a long time, to fairness, in the Aviva when he was here. Yeah. And I think, I swear to God, he got us in around lunchtime and he, like it was the first hour grand, the second hour very, very good. Brilliant, actually. The next half an hour, one of the best gigs I've ever seen. The hour that followed that, Jim, was totally unnecessary. <laughs> like, it was totally yeah. unnecessary. Like, so there really, is such a thing as too much of a good thing. There really is too much right. of a good thing. His gig could have been fantastic. So you're saying that if he the, reason the, f- he's, the reason he's 60 years in the business is because he goes on too long. He goes on too long. There's not enough time in the year. Yeah, it's lucky he's talented because if he wasn't as talented as he is, he'd be that fella in the bar who just bores the absolute backside off everybody that sits down near them. He'd be that. Because he drones on like nothing I've ever seen in my life. Like, nothing I've ever seen in my life. It's just he has such an abundance of talent to match his unbridled energy to never shut up. Right. That's an amazing retrospect. I told you we were going to do proper music radio stuff there. There's, You see, you wouldn't get that now off, you know... Rolling Stone or, or whatever. Exactly, yeah, enemy. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's, that's the kind of journalistic review of a musical career you need. He'd be delighted with yeah, that. He'd bore the arse off you if he wasn't so talented. Uh, yeah, yeah. Brilliantly said, PJ. But he is so talented that you can actually sit there for three and a half hours and only think it was a little bit too long. <gasps> anyway, listen, we decided, because uh, so 60 years, you know, six decades of being at the top of the it's album incredible. charts did strike us. as, And we were trying to remember, so we did a little retrospective. So, for example, we chose this, obviously, from the 70s. Baby, we You know the way there's a you know oh, that expression so of peaking too soon. That is. I mean, I still think that might be his best. greatest ever. I think it is. For me, it is anyway. It's just. I know, I know it's early doors, and I know he's done great stuff, and you know, there's lots of other Springsteen tunes I love, but I think that might be the best. Imagine the poor fella 
who sat down after that song came out and said, Bruce Springsteen, you're new on the scene. This unbelievable. What an incredible achievement. So good to have you here. What do you think? Do you think... What was the inspiration for that song? Oh my God, the answer must have gone on for the 30 years. <laughs> and to think that he, do you have more to come? Oh yes, I do. And oh yes, he did. Yes, he did. This is what we went for in the 80s. Which again, I mean, you know, crack and tune. Little bit over American for my taste now, but yeah, although it wasn't really misconstrued, isn't that what the thing about this song is? What he's actually doing is he's mocking all that sort of right, you know, so it's a kind of it's nationalism, a, and it's about you know, there's Vietnam. an irony to it, yeah, there's a great irony to it, yeah. But then you get all the you know, the Egypt politicians, and they all of a sudden go, Yeah, as Bruce Springsteen says, the proud American, he goes, Okay, you kind of missed the point, yeah, yeah, but you missed the nuances you of missed that, the nuances of it. But yeah. if you what you should do is ring Bruce Springsteen, and he'll put you straight. <laughs> So that was a little uh, one from the eight, for the from the nineties, which, in fairness, I think was a good decade for Springsteen. This is what we went for. for so that's Human Touch. That's great. But you could have gone for other ones. I mean, I could be wrong now. See, this is where I'm going to let myself down again. But um, isn't this around the time of things like Secret Garden and all that sort of stuff yeah, as I well? Yeah, I think it is. I didn't. He do the soundtrack. That was brilliant. You know, from yeah. Bridget Jones thing I and all think that. Those are they're, they're all fantastic. Yeah. I love it. when he slowed down a bit. It was great. It made the gigs longer, <coughs> uh, but he did. In fairness, they are every single one of those. Sort of when he slowed down, he went. He went. A little so bit you, less you were one of the people in the amazing. audience shouting, "Yeah, I love it! Faster, Bruce! Faster! Yeah. No, spin it up a little bit." <laughs> But it's a, a fantastic, like really. Right, so that's what we went for from the uh, from the nineties. Uh, then we get into the noughties. Come on up for the horizon. Come on up for the horizon. Slow down a bit too much now. <laughs> didn't he? Like you know. Yeah, but uh, you see, I, this is where now I, everything starts again. It's a little bit. A little bit hazy for me. Same here. I guess you know, so once you get into the Nazis, it's all a little bit, yes. But the whole Nazis is like that for me. I don't really know what was going on in the Nazis. Yeah. Uh, so I guess when Bruce Springsteen, I, I, I suppose this is the last years for me with Bruce Springsteen. See the song you're playing now? Yeah. You could have told me that was Queen. Like, <laughs> <laughs> It's very, that's still very, the um, very Americana kind of Yeah, rock, he's never lost still? that sound. Yeah. Uh, so that was from the noughties. Then when you get into the, um, what do we call the 2010s? I, do, do I never know them? what to call them. The teenies. Now, this album, I got this album yeah. on a whim, right? I saw a poster for it. This is Western Stars, by the way. Western Stars. I saw a poster for it. I was coming home on my bike one of the days, and I saw a poster. So, oh, yes, I'll give that a listen. I was kind of on a loose end for stuff to listen to, I'll be honest with you. And, oh, my God, it is brilliant. Yeah? It is absolutely mind So you kind of rediscovered them then in the teenies. I rediscovered it through this album, and it's so good. And it is a very much, this is what I think, it's a very much country and Western style to it. The whole album does. Right. And I like country music the same way I like being punched in the face. But this album is really, really good. Like, it's something about it. He really he hits yeah. up. It's you so good. You see, again, good. why aren't you writing for Rolling Stone or NME? You know, why aren't those people saying, you know, I, I enjoy this album about the same as I enjoy being punched in the face? Well, I don't, well, this is what I'm saying. I love the album. And I'm so surprised I do because country music really not me thing. And then the one where it started, well, where PJ started telling us the story, of course, the most recent one. Got down on my knees, grabbed my pen and bowed my head. 
Letter to you. You said that's the one that's most recently released. This is his most recent and one, it's, yeah. it's gone top five as well, it's yeah? It's gone top five straight away. Straight away. Uh, and it's only out a month. So, like, uh, well, I suppose they always do sort of peak straight away. Mm. But uh, I, I'm definitely, if it's anything like Western Stars, it has that effect on me at all, I'll be getting it. So I'm going to be listening to this for the day now. Things I found out through hard times and good. You see, that's the thing. You know, Bruce Springsteen, right? is to music what you know what Morgan Freeman is to movies if he's in it he is. you just know it's going to be you good you just know like it's going to be good you're never going to really get a Bruce Springsteen album where you go uh, not into that yeah. I know it's you all can, good. I mean it's it's eminently listenable always it? always and it makes me dream of walking around in lumberjack shorts and boot cut <laughs> jeans I don't care what I'd look like I just want to swan around looking like a half-baked cowboy. There you go, a little uh, little retrospective, little snapshot across the decade. 70s, 80s, 90s, noughties, teenies, and right up to the 20s, the 2020s. Uh, Bruce Springsteen, top five albums across six decades. Extraordinary. But, may I just say, I'm going to go back to it and say... You can peak you, too soon. You just can't. It's just, I'm with you 100%. This is the best one. Yeah. This is the best one. I I'm, mean, this is a great song, regardless of any artist. Oh, give me me boots, man. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Bruce Springsteen. Oh, just what a uh, song. Marking the uh, story there, the PJ Brawless, that he's had top five albums in six different decades Unbelievable. he's just unreal how Incredible. amazing is he in fairness like what, what a what a career like. absolutely and by the way thanks to Lara Barr who put me straight I knew you see I knew the minute I relied on memory it would let me down because okay. I got me Rene Zellweger's mixed up because I was saying about Secret Garden, I said Bridget Jones. It is, of course, Jerry Maguire. Oh, okay. so I got me, I got my, uh, got my um, Rene Zellweger's confused. And didn't he do Philadelphia and all that as well exactly, in the nineties? Yeah. The soundtrack for that. What a movie and what a soundtrack that was too. Thanks, many Larbar. Right, oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight. If you need to give us a shout, thank you so much for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Eight twenty five, guaranteed Irish. Aslan's Crazy World. Here are classic hits. Twenty to nine. Breakfast table quiz. Ten to beast to win that incredible Selco.ie. Hygiene hamper, Nil Fisk high spec vacuum cleaner, digital touchless thermometer. All of it. I tell, I, you. I, I tell you something. Hygiene isn't what it used to be. It's not about just giving yourself a bit of a wipe now, PJ. You know, you'll have to, you'll have to up your days. game. Those are different days, really. <laughs> 10 God. to beat 087 Magic Mike is always standing by on WhatsApp if you want to let him know that you want to play now we were talking uh, just a little while ago about the phenomenon of Bruce Springsteen and the incredible achievement of having had a top 5 album in each of the last 6 decades it's incredible to a musical phenomenon of a slightly different nature yes like wait for us Oh my god. Oh my god, I Hell. can't believe it. It's this oh is. I tell you, you know, the first time I ever came across this when was when yourself this? and myself and Mike went out with the um, Olympia Panto. Oh, that's right. To yeah. the school. Prior, prior to that, I had never known that this existed. My god. I was literally living under a. Seaweed, and then you, and you say, I tell you, you slag me over Bruce Springsteen. Unbelievable! This is bigger than he ever was. 
So what is the story? I mean, okay, now I know it, it has been for a long time a it's phenomenon, but what's huge. it done now? So it's the bane of parents' lives and teachers' lives, let's be honest with you, because every single kid in the world it feels has been playing it on a non-stop loop since it was first. Well, literally, this thing that I'm playing now is a one-hour loop of baby... I'm not an hour of that. One hour loop of Baby Shark. Like that's how they treat prisoners in Guantanamo Bay. I, th- I, do, I think that is. I think that's a form of audio torture. It definitely is. And parents around the world are going to go mad over it. And of course, it's a South Korean originally produced song. Uh, and it went onto YouTube. And it is now the single most viewed video on YouTube of all time. It's gotten ridiculous. So there you go. It's the most watched ever. Ever. Um, in the history of all you YouTube. Put, you put Jaws music on there for a second and you... Oh, no, that's in It the is. It, that's the build-up to it. Oh, right. There's a Jaws at the start. Yeah, so Baby Shark Dance, the English language version of the song, clocked over 7 billion views on YouTube at about 4 o'clock uh, yesterday. Uh, How many? Four, uh, 7 billion. Oh 7 billion views. Like, it's the biggest thing ever. So, uh, 4 o'clock yesterday, so Louis Fonzie and Daddy Yankees Despacito... <laughs> We're the most watched ever until Baby Shark yesterday at four o'clock got rid of Daddy Yankee and Louis Fonzi. Uh, he had to sh- show them. He had his, he had his moment in the sun. Yeah, Despacito gone now. This is Despacito still number two, obviously. And then this has come in. It just shows. I mean, it's unbelievable. Like I know, I, 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 I maybe a year and a half ago I heard it for the first time. Yeah. I started seeing the little video parodies going around, everyone doing the dance. You know, you start yeah, with the yeah. fingers, and then it's the the hands, the and then hands, it's the, it's the, the arms. And, and, and I remember thinking, this is a sort of a novel old bit of idiocy. So I never thought it would be a world-breaking record, a world-record-breaking song. God almighty. And like, in fairness, it's one of those that gets into your head and you can't get rid of it. I guarantee you now, you, Jim McCabe, yeah. a man I mean, I was literally, 50s, you're going to be driving home in the car I'm, on your own singing well, when we were doing the Bruce Springsteen stuff, I was thinking to myself, right, that's it, Springsteen on Spotify today. Yeah, that's that's it. I'm gonna go, you know, gonna have a, you know all of the big hits, Bruce Springsteen hits or albums or whatever. Now the trouble is, I'm going to be listening, going to put Springsteen on, and all I'm going to hear is "Baby Shark," do 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 do, baby. I'd say even the likes of Bruce, it'll get in and it never goes out. Yeah, I'd say even Bruce Springsteen when he's going to write his new album, he can't hear it in the car because he'll go into the studio and have any new ideas. And he go, "Idea, loads of great ideas, but all I have in my head is this bloody baby shark going round and round." Like, it's infectious. I don't know what it, it is. is. It does it, something to your head. It just it's gets in. Need. It's the ultimate earworm. It gets in and you just can't get rid of it. And as you say, it's become the bane of parents' lives. It was. It's like it's taken. It's knocked Barney, you know, I know. off the planet. And it leaves now. Ed Sheeran was number two. He's now number three with Shape of You. That's uh, the third most watched YouTube video with 5.05 billion views. Yeah. Unbelievable. Wiz Khalifa what is the phenomenon? Just a matter of interest. What is the phenomenon with kids never getting bored? With something, you know the way they watch it over and over it's and right, over and oh, like, and I'm, I'm like they, you know, the idea is that kids normally have a really low threshold of boredom. They get bored re- know, really easily. They need new stimulation. But they'll get to a movie or a song, yeah, or an Ed Sheeran hit, and kids just can't get enough of it. Yeah, and and seven billion views later, they still want to watch it. Yeah, imagine how many times you say that. That's a hundred times. What is? What, like, no, that's, that's an hour's loop of it. I don't know how long it goes on for. That's like as long as what? Three Bruce Springsteen songs? That's <laughs> for, unbelievable. Breakfast Table Quiz. It's time for the Breakfast Table Quiz. Win the best prize out there is. Try to get the biggest score. Hope the next one gets the more. It's the Breakfast Table 
The Breakfast Table Quiz with Kilmartin Educational Services. In class or online, learn and revise safely and get ahead with Julie's CKES.ie. This week on board once again with Selco.ie, the one-stop shop for all your hygiene supplies nationwide. They're Irish-owned, of course, and operated. They've been in business for over 35 years. Now, the core of that business uh, being in uh, supplying things like uh, hand towels and refuse sacks, all various hygiene products, detergents, toilet tissue, you name it, all that sort of stuff. Uh, they supply school-safe hand sanitizer gels, first aid, protective clothing, healthcare products, eco-cleaning products. Bloomin' heck, the list goes on and on and on. Selco.ie, basically, exactly as it says, the one-stop shop for all your hygiene supplies nationwide. And they've given us this, um, well, hamper is what they've called it, but as we've been saying all morning, uh, hamper, too small a word for it. High-spec Nilfisk vacuum cleaner involved, uh, digital touchless thermometer involved, and then, of course, all of the uh, COVID sanitizers, household cleaning supplies, and loads, loads more in there, too. The whole lot is there, and we've got a decent score to try and beat, 10 to score to beat, so we're just into double numbers this morning. Uh, 11 to score you're going to need to take the lead. And uh, who's playing? It's going to be Melissa O'Shea. How are you, Melissa? I'm good. How are you? Not too bad, Melissa. Thanks very much. What's, what's your plans for the day? Uh, not really much. I'm off work now because of the lockdown. So Right, yeah, so you So you're one of many. One of basically yeah. all of us that has a, a very unactive social life. I assume, yeah. Melissa, I assume, Melissa, you're dying to clean the house. You'd love to get your hands on it. Yeah. The absolute. New Uber, definitely. <laughs> yeah. You see, that's it. Like, this is just a serious prize, this, with the uh, with the uh, vacuum cleaner and everything involved in it as well. Yeah, 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 do you get the sense, uh, Melissa, that Jim is still mad into vacuum cleaners? I've never seen a man <laughs> so passionate about them. You want to hear the way he goes on about the, the ones he has. It's gas. Like, he's into models and names and it's like the fella looking at cars yeah, yeah. there's no need for that PJ yeah, yeah. right <laughs> every man's entitled to his own little obsession Is it true enough yeah. <laughs> right listen Melissa let's get uh, let's get you on the board hopefully we've got 10 to beat 60 seconds to do it you ready to go yeah best of luck here we go botany is the study of what flowers yeah Sophie is the capital of what country um, Bulgaria what is the name of James Corden's character in Gavin and Stacey Smithy, who who famously said you must be the change you want to see in the world? Pass. Mahatma Gandhi, what planet is known as the Red Planet? Mars. Catalonia is a region of what country? Spain. What do you call a group of jellyfish? Mm, pass. A bloom. What is the name of Tom Cruise's character in Top Gun? Maverick. In the Jungle Book, what kind of animal is Baloo? A bear. What is the proper term for your funny bone? Humorous. What is David Schwimmer's character in Friends called? Ross. What's the name given to an adult female sheep? Uh, you. What is the capital of Chile? Mm, pass. Santiago, what D is the name given to the nest of a squirrel? Um, pass. A dre, in what decade did the Korean War take place? 60s. The oh. 50s. The 50s. I know uh, nobody ever thinks of anything happening in the 50s, but amazingly it did. Nobody can remember. No one can remember. And you were doing, it was You're some good, good scoring going on there, Melissa. Fair play to you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine oh, correct you're answers. Nine. Oh, God. And, you, and to be fair, it got through plenty of questions. Like there was one, two, three, four, five, six incorrect ones. So plenty of opportunities to do it, but I just know. came up short, Melissa. It was a brave effort. Fair play to you. Oh. Thank you. Not at all. Listen, have a good day. Take care of yourself. I will. You 